Hey guys, welcome back to the NFL Heads Podcast. My name is Sid Kalyani. I'm here with Josh Eben, and today we're going to be previewing all the week, all the games from Week 9, starting off with Thursday Night Football, the New York Jets and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I don't know why this is a Thursday Night Football game. Why is it a prime time? I know there's so many better games than this one, but this is what we have to deal with. Um, I believe Mike White is still going to be in. Zach Wilson is... Still? Yeah, injured. I think Zach Wilson is going to be out for like two to four weeks is what I read. And there was a lot of hype on him now after his last week performance. But I don't I don't think he's going to be able to match that. Um, the Colts have been a steadily improving team, even though they are three and five. I do think they play more like they're four and four at the moment. Um, Carson Wentz, he does have... Oh, his decision making has been kind of poor this season. That's awfully generous. Yeah. Um but he has made some throws. Um Jonathan Taylor, I believe, is second in rushing yards. What by like a 400-yard differential? Yes. It, I mean, yeah, but he's still up there. Michael Pittman has been pretty good. Yeah, isn't I think among second-year receivers he's up there and Yeah. In, and then, uh, so I think the Colts are going to win this one. Maybe it might be a close game, but I don't think that Mike White is going to match up to his performance. I think he's going to end up like all the other rookies and how they started. Well, conventional wisdom doesn't really have a good answer for this game because if you think about it, what team is worse at closing out games this year than the Indianapolis Colts? They have lost every, like, almost every overtime slash, like, fourth quarter game that they've uh, played in. Carson Wentz has had about six dropped interceptions over the last two games. Yeah. I think his decision-making has been horrible, um, even if the rest of the offense around him is pretty good. With that said, the Jets' defense is pretty terrible, and uh, Mike White off uh, Renaissance seems unlikely, so... I'm going to go with the Colts, but if it's close, don't be surprised if the Jets get that third win. Maybe. All right, moving on to our Sunday games. We have the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals, an AFC North game. So I don't think any of us or a lot of people expected the Bengals to lose to the Jets last week. Mm-hmm. Um, They did score 31 points, so I didn't think the offense played that bad. Probably more of a defensive error because, mm-hmm. you know, they gave up 405 yards to Mike White. Yeah, that was pretty weird. Yeah, but um, I they seem to have the advantage on this game. Jamar Chase had a co- very quiet game last week. Um, I think so did Joe Mixon, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Joe Mixon's doing more... Just just big plays and less kind of running on every down. I think they're still kind of worried about that injury that he had in the beginning of the season. Yes. But don't let the numbers fool you because he's still very valuable for this team. Yeah. I do know that he is top five in rushing this season so far. Um, the Browns, um, Odell is... I'd, he's not Odell anymore. I'm not sure if that's because Baker's not targeting him as much. Or if it's due to injuries. Um, but he's not been a factor. So far, Landry hasn't been a factor. Well, Landry's also been in and out with injury. Yes. Um, 
Baker just came back from that shoulder injury. They did get back Chubb and Hunt. Um, but Is Hunt playing again? I, do we know for sure? I don't know. I think he is, but I okay. don't have the exact information. But this Browns team seems to be a bit iffy on you know those specific positions on offense. So I have the I have the Bengals in this one just by like their the confidence in this team seems to be a lot better than on the Browns. Well, about the Bengals and Jets game, I'm actually not too surprised only because I think I've brought this argument up with you about the Lions. It's really really hard to lose all of your games. No, and these unlikely wins are going to happen. That's why teams don't go 16-0. and 0. That's why teams don't go 0-16. Yes. Or 17-0, no, whatever. Yeah. Stupid extra game. But um, I still have the Bengals in this game. They're still the better team. I really got worried about how badly Cleveland struggled against uh, Pittsburgh last week. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, especially on the defensive side. Now, granted, that was an amazing catch by tight end Pat, Pat Frymouth, but the offense doesn't really have any excuses. I mean, they gave so. up 15 points. That seemed like striking range for the Browns' offense. Yeah. But they, they only scored 10 points against the Steelers' defense. And I'm not saying the Steelers' defense is really bad. I just thought the Browns' offense was going to score more than 10 points. Yeah, and I mean, it's, in all fairness, a very injured team. Yes. But... I, th- I mean, the Bengals are just clearly yeah. the better team in this one. Yeah. All right, well, moving on to our next game, we have the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Cowboys now- next. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Dak Prescott will be returning. So, you know, that's a big boost over Cooper Rush, even though Cooper Rush didn't really do that bad last week. I didn't do that great either. Yeah, but... Out of all the backups, I was a little annoyed at Cooper Rush getting the most praise heaped on him, but... I mean, let's let's not forget. I mean, he was good, but he did face Kirk Cousins on primetime. So, that was, a gu- that was a guaranteed win for him. There you go. So, yeah. They could have rolled out Ben DiNucci again from last year. Ah, yes, Ben DiNucci. Slung the old pigskin around for four touchdowns. Yep. And also, if you didn't hear, Von Miller was traded to the Rams for a 2022 second and third round pick. Mm-hmm. So, this defense is keep getting... Worse and worse, and the offense is not getting any better. You know, this is a Cowboys win. Easy. I don't think there's any debate on that. No, there isn't. Um, I do want to say about the Broncos, because I heap a lot of crap onto them. I'll compliment one position group. Their secondary is pretty good. Because they've got, well, think about it. They've got Callahan, Bryce Callahan, Justin Simmons, Pat Sertan. Ronald Darby is a very solid um, starter that I think has done a lot of nice things. Justin Simmons? Yeah, yeah, Justin Simmons as well. So the secondary's pretty good. I, the linebacker core and defensive line. It's abysmal. Yeah, they've been hit it's with their fault, one though. too many injuries. And then this offense, um, one, let's start off with Teddy Bridgewater. He's, uh, as I said, he's looking, he thinks, I think he thinks he's Drew Brees when he's not. This this team is not the Saints offense. Um, the running game, it's been quite poor um the receivers Cortland Sutton I'm really happy I'm really happy that Cortland Sutton's back I think they have a great wide receiver core it's just never been emphasized due to the quarterback play well and I would argue that they have I think the Broncos are one of those teams that have four really good number two receivers yes but where's the number one 
Cortland Sutton could be a number one, but again, the quarterback problems. Yes. What they should do is they should get maybe an aging veteran like a like I know Julio's not going to be available, but like a Hulo or like even an Odell who's been that kind of number one type before, get him in there, help out the quarterback, help out the receivers to develop, and maybe something miraculous happens. Cortland Sutton has a 1,500-yard year. Jerry Judy finally breaks out of his shell. Tim Patrick is a nice number three. I mean, you could also get a new quarterback. Well, that too. Yeah. Nah, they like Sertan. <laughs> I said quarterback, not corner. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I'm just making, you know, the joke that they oh, got yeah, Sertan yeah. instead of Justin I'm instead just slightly Fields mad there. about that. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I mean, that's not a, it's not a horrible pick. Yeah, I, I don't think Cowboys now are crying off of the Sertan pick because, you know, their team is... Six and one. So maybe they're not that bad. Well, yeah. And, you know, they do have a good cornerback on their own at Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And they have, I mean, they drafted Micah Parsons. They're, oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're good. just fine. All right. Well, moving on to the next game. What I'd consider the chump game of the week. We have the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. Woo! Two one and seven teams. Um, I'm going to go... With Miami on this, just purely because they don't have Davis Mills as their quarterback. Well, Houston doesn't either. Tyrod Taylor's back this week. Tyrod Taylor's starting? Yeah, I okay. think that report came out today. Oh, if it did, then I'm going Tyrod Taylor then. Because Tyrod Taylor is their starting quarterback. He played amazing the first week and a half. So sad he got injured. Davis Mills is not doing well at all. Um, I'm not, that's, maybe that's a rookie problem. They have to have him develop more, but Tyrod Taylor is your starter, right? And he, he's playing really good. His, his dual threat ability is also very valuable with their leading rusher being David Johnson. It's eight weeks so far. And David Johnson has only 108 rushing yards. Woof. Wait, you said, you said 108? 108. He's their leading rusher. Yes. What the heck? That's a problem, people. So so they traded away Mark Ingram, and the highfalutins that they have behind David Johnson are Philip Lindsay and Rex Burkhead. Wait, what happened to Philip Lindsay? I don't know exactly what happened to, to Philip Lindsay. Because he had that really good rookie year in his when he in was Denver, yeah. He was over a thousand yards as an undrafted rookie. Yeah, I remember that. Um That's interesting. Um but I'm a little confused as to why you're so quick to hop onto the Texans because I mean, I the only reason I'm doing that is one, uh, Tua, to, the Dolphins haven't been playing that bad, but you know they've they haven't really looked good this season. Well, I mean, I agree, but think about it. Miami's had two really tough games against the Bills. They had that stretch where Brissett was playing instead of Tua. They did beat the Patriots in week one. I still think Miami is the far and away better team that's just been hit with a lot of bad luck because I think Tua's playing well. If you look at the Texans and the Dolphins roster, there's a lot more to like about the Dolphins roster, even with Terod Taylor in the lineup. That is true. And that makes me, I'm picking, I'm still picking the Dolphins for this one. Add to that that you're getting a Terod Taylor that's coming straight off of an injury. Quarterbacks do not play as well when they're coming straight off an injury unless they're Dak Prescott, and they've had the full offseason. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. Um, but, I mean, if, if he's not playing, because I have not seen the report yet, if he's not playing, this is Miami 100%. 
I'm gonna check really quick that I'm right on that. I just saw that on like Twitter yeah. or something. So because um yep yep so yep if he's if, NFL.com and ESPN. So he it. is playing. So I do think Houston has a chance with Tyrod Taylor, even if he is coming off an injury. But I I still like what I see out of Tyrod. So I'm sticking with the uh Texans. But, you know, if there's, like, something where he does have another injury and Davis Mills has to come back in, then it's over. Cause oh, my gosh. He's, he's the only... signed Cam Newton. Yeah. I mean, he's the only hope they have. That's... Oh, oh you're saying Tyrod, right? Tyrod is the okay. only hope they have. Not Davis Mills. Yeah. As <laughs> we're like, seeing, he's not... Have the... you been watching football? <laughs> yeah. So... By the way... For all of these, for all of the people that I've seen writing articles on giving Davis Mills a chance, mm. what? Uh, Have you been watching football? I mean, he's not been doing so well. No, he sucks. He 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 has been playing bad football. There was only one game where he had like I, I think maybe one or two games where he had over three hundred passing yards, but the other games he's had like minus two, less than two hundred. Yeah, and it, it's not even the yards; it's just he's not His, efficient moving the ball, and he can't win games. He hasn't won a game. Yeah. So once he wins a game, then there's a possibility that you guys could start writing articles. But unless he wins a game, that's a big no-no. Davis Mills is like the twenty twenty-one version of Zach, Met- Zach Mettenberger. Yes. I I will agree with you on that. All right, well, moving on to our next game, we have the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. Now, Jameis Winston is out for the season with an ACL injury, so they will have Trevor Simeon starting at quarterback, and Taysom Hill is still going to be in that flex position, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I think that's... I can't figure out whether they're starting Simeon. I've been doing as I was doing the QB index this week. I was trying to find that out, and I ended up just saying Trevor Simeon was the starter. They, but he is healthy. Yes. Um. And also on the side note, Michael Thomas will not be returning this season. They have said that his ankle injury has been extended, and he's in, so he won't be playing for the rest of the season. So you know, I don't think that's that huge. Yeah, I mean they they're five and two right now without him. Um, there have been some problems, so I don't think it'd be that bad. But I mean, I think they go with Simeon on this one mm-hmm. and keep Taysom Hill in that flex position because that's what he's best at. I don't think he's a good quarterback. He's good at you know being everything else. And I think that's what they should do. Um, Taysom Hill's not really. Yeah, I, I agree that he's not a very good quarterback. Uh, he's also um, really not durable. Like, if you watched, for all those who watched him in BYU, he he goes out really quickly with injury. I'm surprised that his NFL career has lasted as long as it has without a surgery. Um, but, excuse me, um, Trevor Simeon, the coaching staff has kind of described him as a very cerebral guy, understands the game really well, Um and all that. I am worried about just literally his mechanics as a passer because they seem to be a little rough during games. But um, I do think that Simeon is someone that you can win games with. So I did pick the Saints for this. Um, Seeing his time as a Broncos, I do agree with you that he does understand the games. His mechanics just seem to be a bit off. But, you know, he's in a new environment, a new team. Maybe the Saints are better for, for him than the Broncos were. Um, I don't know. I mean, also, 
the team around him, I think, is better than the Saints or th- than the Falcons. So I'm also going with the Saints. Well, it's a pretty close contest for once. Oh, but, who's the the Saints' number one receiver is Marquez Callaway, if I'm not mistaken, yes, right? Is. Then they have let's see, Chris Hogan retired, so it'd be like Traquan Smith, right? Who's yeah. really bad? And then there's also Camara that they have as their like other receiver back. That's true, and he's he's dual threat, and they yeah. have. I mean, I guess they have Mark Ingram. I don't care about that. Um, Mark Ingram's old. We'll see if he makes a difference or not. He won't. I don't. I'm tired of people saying that he will. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, I have the Saints. Yeah, I also have the Saints. But you know, I wouldn't really expect the Falcons to lose if you know, or Falcons to win if Trevor Simeon, like you know, still ends up having a bad game. So it, I think it all kind of depends on Simeon. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, well, moving on to our next game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders and the New York Giants. The Raiders right now are leading the AFC West at 5-2, and two, and I think they end up being 6-2 and two after this game. Almost certainly. Yeah, I mean, after like, not including those two bad weeks where they lost and, you know, their organization was in a bit of a jumble, the rest of the season, they've been really, really good. Yeah. How do you do you think the Henry Ruggs incident affects this game at all? I mean, it says that Henry Ruggs was their leading receiver, but I don't think he was their best receiving option. I I agree. I but I'm not only talking about the absence of Ruggs, which is it's it's significant, but it's not big because of Hunter Renfro and Brian Edwards. And then you also they have Darren Waller. Well, yeah, and he's not been too big of a factor this year just because of his injuries, and yes. he's kind of just gone quiet. But um, you also have to consider that this is kind of the second tragedy that has struck the Raiders. you got the John Gruden firing and now Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, 156 miles per hour in a car. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, that was a problem. Um, I also think that Zay Jones is going to have to you know step up. Zane and, Jones, uh, he doesn't excite me. He's also a knucklehead. Maybe. So. Uh, Willie Sneed as well. Yeah. Um, and then the Giants, you know, um, Saquon is like... Is he even... I think he still has the ankle injury. Oh, also, like, everybody on the Giants has COVID. Yeah. Um, I mean, they almost won against the Chiefs on Monday night. I'm not sure if you take that as a good thing or a bad thing, seeing how the Chiefs have been playing. I take it as a bad thing for the Chiefs more than a good thing for the Giants. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have what it takes to stop the Raiders, so I'm going Raiders on this one. I'm going Raiders, too. Yep. All right, well, moving on to our next game, we have the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. Wow, two, this is so easy. Two four and 4-4 four teams. I'm going New England on this one. Um, the running game has been pretty good. Damian Harris... Has has uh, over five hundred yards up to so have up to this far. So there's that. Mac Jones has been playing pretty good, if you're thinking of him as a rookie quarterback. Um, and you know the Panthers. Um, after that hot start, they've just been slowly, slowly decreasing. Um. So maybe. Uh, may- maybe the Panthers have a chance, but I'm going New England on this one. New England is my pick for this game and division pick, both decisively. Oh, you have them 
in the division over the Bills? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Then. I haven't seen the Bills win against a good team yet. I need to see that first. Mr. Yeah. And speaking and they're, of... They're facing the... <laughs> oh, my goodness. What is going on? They're facing the Jaguars? Are you kidding me? That is our next game, the Bills and the Jaguars. <sighs> yeah, so the Bills haven't been playing a lot of good teams. They, they did beat the Chiefs, but let's remember, the Chiefs are, what, 4-4 four and four right now? The Chiefs I don't put in the good team group anymore. Yeah, they, they've just been struggling. Um, so this is a Bills win. I do agree with you on that, that maybe that maybe uh, New England might win because they've been facing better teams this season so far than the Bills. That once maybe the Bills face a good team, that maybe they might stumble a bit. I'm going to check their schedule really quick. Yes. Um, but I'm pretty sure you have the Jaguars, or you have the Jaguars losing this game, right? You have Bills? Absolutely. Wow. So this is a really, really terrible schedule, actually. So the Bills have the Jaguars next week, and then... Just listen to the remaining opponents. Jets, Colts, Saints, Bills, or no, Patriots, Bucks, Panthers, uh, Patriots again, Falcons, Jets. And then, so that's like six and three right there. And then you look for the Patriots. They have the Panthers this week. And then Browns, Falcons, Titans, Bills, Colts. The Bills again, Jaguars, and Dolphins. Okay, so that's about the same. So maybe you could say the Bills could win the division just purely based off the amount of easy games they have so far. I mean, their only real opponents are the Patriots and the Buccaneers. That is true. So They have the Colts and Saints, too, but I don't, I don't think maybe, they're... Maybe. We'll have to see how they play if they start decreasing. This is... This is... Okay. Yeah, but this has seemed this like... This is on a, my radar now. This has seemed like a pretty easy easy season, regular season so far for the Bills. Oh, it's been a it's been really yeah. easy season. So, you know, we'll have to see. Time will only tell. All right. Moving on to our next game, we have the Minnesota Vikings and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Well, we can't guarantee that the Vikings are going to win because you know they're not on prime time anymore so kirk you mean Cous- lose oh yeah lose because you know Let's kirk that right kirk cousins is not on prime time anymore so he has a chance of winning but he's facing the ravens i have the Ra- uh, ravens in this one um lamar jackson has been playing pretty pretty good so far um both as a passer and as a runner give him the mvp forget kyler and forget josh allen that is true and now that derrick henry is injured yeah, now that now that Derek's gone, I have to find a quarterback to get behind. Yeah, because I mean, Derek Henry was probably only non-quarterback. Yeah, and then you you see Kyler Murray. He's been kind of on and off, iffy this couple of games. Well, he's been really good, except for the games where he's been really bad, which is like three of them, or no, not three, more like two. And then you see Herbert. Herbert has. Oh, I'm not considering him anymore. He's been a bit off the past couple of games. You could put Derek Carr in that conversation. Hmm. But, I think, I think as a distant, distant like third or fourth. Yep. And um, also Brady. I mean, I'd consider Stafford in there. I'd, oh, I, I'd consider Stafford in there too. Yeah. Maybe but, we'll do it. Maybe we'll do a surprise spot on that. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. But you know, for this, I'm going Ravens. They they seem like the better team overall. Even with the injuries, they've been fighting in every game. Even if it was a blowout, you know, they they still fight hard. So I'm going Ravens. Yeah, I'm also going Ravens. Um, my reasoning is that the Ravens are a good football team and the Vikings are not. 
And that is what I, I am basing I wouldn't say the Vikings are a bad football team. They just have a bad quarterback. Define bad football team. Well, Dalvin Cook is not a bad running back. I don't consider Dalvin Cook a bad running back. I agree. He's also injury prone and misses half of the weeks that he plays. There's that. Justin Jefferson, he's definitely not producing as much as he was as his last season. But I don't think he's a bad receiver. I don't think he is, but you have to have a competent quarterback throwing to him. Um, I mean, I guess for the defensive side, you could probably say something. Uh, Harrison Smith. Would you say anything about Harrison Smith? Uh, I like Harrison Smith. I like Harrison Smith as well. But, you know, maybe you could give that argument. Maybe. I think that the Vikings are the the tier between good and bad. They're okay. Yeah. They're... The Vikings are the new Saints for me. I had the Saints at 16th on the power rankings for weeks straight. And then, weirdly, Jameis went out of the lineup, and I felt different about them. And also, they stopped doing their win-loss, win-loss, win-loss thing. Yeah. So, they're, but they're right where the Saints were, in that same kind of area. Yeah, I would agree on that. And where the Saints still are, I think. Yes. All right, well, there's that game. Moving on to our next game, we have the Los Angeles Chargers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Does ESPN seriously favor the Eagles? They do favor the Eagles with uh, 50.4%. That's terrible. Yeah, this seems kind of weird. I don't understand why. I understand that like the Chargers have been losing their previous couple games, but come on. They, they're, they're not that bad. Come, come Is on, ESPN really getting excited about the, Lion, the uh, win against the Lions? Maybe. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I think a mid-level college football team could beat the Lions right now. Possibly. Possibly. So, so uh, if y'all can't tell, I have the Chargers, and I think that in the end, you, there's still a good football team there that's like has played good games this year. And if it comes down to it, if you need to revamp your offense and look really impressive, then the way to do that is to play the Eagles' defense if the Chiefs' defense isn't available. Um, I think that... I think that Justin Herbert and Mike Williams have a big game, that Keenan Allen has kind of a, a good, nice little game as well, maybe. Austin Eckler. Uh, oh, Austin Eckler's going to go off again. He's been excellent this season. Uh, this defense will probably be pretty good in the first half. And then maybe stumble a bit. But, you know, this. The, I think the team needs this. The Chargers need this after, yes. like, a couple of, it like, probably crushing losses. They need to get their motivation back. They need to get back to, you know, the previous week's. And I do think that Philadelphia is going to be a little screwed over by the fact that they're very much a second-half team. Oh, and yeah, definitely. The Los Angeles Chargers in some games have shown a great ability to score a the lot of Chargers, points in the first half. They, they can, I feel like the Chargers can score at any point. So the Eagles, if they, if they want to win, they're going to have to start scoring in the first half as well as the second half. Yeah, um, I agree with that completely. Like, if this is a blow in the first half, it's Chargers all the way. And it could still look close by the end. Like, it could be one of those deals where it's like 28-7 yeah, and then but, the game ends 31-10. Yeah, but the Chargers... Or 31-18. Maybe, but the Chargers, they're, they're not that type of team to blow a big lead in the second half. I, yeah. I don't think they are. I think... Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Big lead being the keyword. Yep. All right, moving on to our next game. We have the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Packers are getting back Devontae Adams, and I was really hoping for a State Farm Bowl this game, but if you didn't hear, Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. So because that, he got immunized, not vaccinated. Yes. So, 
they will be starting Jordan Love this game. So this is a big game for Jordan Love. Only because, you know, this is Aaron Rodgers' last season as the Packers. He will be a free agent after. And there were speculations before the season of how, like, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to go back to the Packers, how the Packers would play. So I think this is a big game for Jordan Love and the Packers. You said Aaron Rodgers was a free agent after this year. I don't I, think I, that's... No. He's not? His contract is up in 2024. He just wants to be out. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know. But there is there is a potential out this year. It's probably an I, option of some sort. So uh, he'll yes, probably, uh, that's probably what I heard. I'm yeah, sure. okay. He'll pro- I'm looking at spot rack right now. So he'll probably take that. Oh, that's such a horrible idea by him. Anyway. I mean... But this is a big game for Jordan Love. I mean, I had the Packers originally winning this, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers and out. Uh, so I don't know how I feel about Jordan Love at the moment. Um, we know the Chiefs, you know, they, they're they not the Chiefs of before. They, mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, are sucking. They're tied with the Broncos. That's never a good thing, now. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. So I don't know who I want to go with. You could say the Chiefs because, like, you know, the team – by just by looking at it, it seems better when you take out Aaron Rodgers, but then you also have to realize Patrick Mahomes has thrown has had so many turnovers. The receivers are kind are dropping easy catches. The running game has not been what it's been. The defense, very very bad. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Um, I still have the Packers decisively in this game. I didn't even have to think about this one, and this is coming from someone who has written off Jordan Love from the second he got drafted by the Packers. Yeah. I am so I mean, anti-Jordan Love because he looks like a crappy Josh Allen, a crappy small Josh Allen. Um, I, or like a Lamar Jackson if everything that everyone said about Lamar Jackson in the past was true. I mean, I didn't like when they drafted jo- uh, Jordan Love. Right, I thought the pack. I don't think the Packers needed a backup quarterback. That was really a puzzling move. They needed another weapon for Aaron Rodgers. They did not need a backup. And maybe that was a sign of future things to come. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go with the Packers, oh, just good. purely based off of this. I think Jordan Love plays well, and the Packers realize that they don't need Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers realizes he doesn't need the Packers, and he's like, "Okay, maybe I should go to a better team. How about one that's probably in the that has." Good altitude, you know, a mile above sea level. Or he could go to Pittsburgh and succeed. No, he's no, 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 no. We're not going to Pittsburgh. Or he could go to no. I'm not I want Rodgers. Not in, even going to hope for that. Okay, if you guys know where I'm going, I want Rodgers in Denver, ASAP. Please. You want Rodgers in Denver. I want Rodgers in Denver. Oh, that's actually, please. That's reasonable. I was about to give you some stupid reason why you shouldn't hope that, but no, nah, he's one of the best yeah. of all time. So, that that's where I'm going with this. All right, moving on to our next game, we have an NFC West divisional matchup, the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. And the Cardinals suffered their first loss on Thursday night against the Packers. Cut AJ Green. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking on that play. I'm pretty sure he thought it was a run play. And I don't understand how you don't know what the play is in the huddle. Like, you should know at least if it's a run or a pass play. He's a veteran. He don't get no excuses. Yeah, come on. Like, I'd understand if it was a pass play and you ran your route wrong, but maybe I'd give him some credit, you know, a bit leisure on that. But it's between a run and a pass play. You should know if it's a run or a pass play. And for all the for all the crap we're di- uh, digging on A.J. Green, that was a really good play. 
by the oh yeah that that was well. a very good play by the Packers defensive back, but um you know I I don't think he does something like that again. I have the Cardinals in this one. Kyler Murray um started started to decrease a little bit in his performance, but he's still very very good. I would still consider him maybe like top five MVP. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, maybe he's yeah, gone down in the ranking a bit, but still top five. DeAndre Hopkins is still DeAndre Hopkins. You will throw the ball up to him. He's going to still catch it. Okay, but he's also dealing with an injury, and so is Kyler. Yes, Kyler did get injured at the last play of that Cardinals game. I do believe it was some sort of ankle injury. Um, they're saying they're both questionable for this game. No, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I, I think they're fine. Um, well, I don't, I don't think it means anything for Kyler because I think they'll implode without him. Uh, purely because Colt McCoy and Chris Strebler aren't good quarterbacks. They're, they're nowhere near Kyler. But um, I think that you can survive with Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore and Andy Isabella and AJ Green. Uh, and then for the 49ers, you know, they're 3-4. and four. Honestly, I thought that'd be a lot worse. Their coaching, especially Kyle Shanahan, has kept them up to this point. Um. And also, Debo Samuel, 819 receiving yards so far. A very, very talented receiver, I will say. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, the, you know, he hasn't really looked like Jimmy Garoppolo of the past. You know, I'm not sure something's wrong with him. I, nah, I, 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 think, I think this was basically the Jimmy that we've always got. He's just kind of fallen off. Yeah. Well, we have the Cardinals, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And moving on to Sunday night football, we have the Tennessee Titans and the Los Angeles Rams. Boo, Adrian Peterson. Boo. Yeah, I was really excited. Like, finally, the NFL decided to give us a good primetime matchup. And then Derrick Henry gets his injury. Out to... Start Jeremy McNichols. Start him. Yeah, I don't understand why you get Adrian Peterson. I understand, but I don't like it. I mean, yeah. I do understand that their play styles are similar, but let's be realistic. Adrian Peterson is 36 years old. He's not getting 30 carries like Derrick Henry. He's not getting anywhere near 200 rushing yards like you expect of Derrick Henry. And that's what you're, that's what Adrian Peterson's going to want. He expects that he's going to be in every down back. That was why it's always taken him so long to get a job. Yeah, he, he I mean, he has to, he's not Derrick Henry. No, he isn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that's a big, big Big loss for the Titans. I can't emphasize how big that is. That is their offense. Yeah, that basically is their offense. And now we'll get to see what their offense is like. Maybe Tannehill has to throw for 400 yards now and like a couple more touchdowns than usual. I don't know whether he's capable of doing that this year. Last year I would have been like, yes, yes, they can do it. Uh, I mean, Ryan Tannehill in the past has had kind of one of the better touchdown interception ratios coupled with completion percentages and yards per attempt and since really Matt Ryan's MVP season. But that hasn't been the case this year. He's been a little bit worse. Um, The defense, I think the defense isn't as bad as we've been saying it is, especially over the past few weeks of the season. But let's, but they're facing the Rams. They're facing the Rams. Yeah, not good enough for the Rams Stafford and the Rams offense is really really good as we, as i've said again i'm so happy stafford is on a good team and you know they did get von miller and yes. for all those who are saying that this trade was not good von miller will do absolutely nothing to this team you are very very much wrong yeah okay i, I understand von miller is coming off his injury and he's aging but i still think of him 
as a top pass rusher in the league. He's had, I believe he has the most sacks since 2011. Still. Yeah, I think so. So, and then you have, you have him, right? You have another guy, Aaron Donald. Mm, you forgot about him. He's pretty good. And then you have Jalen Ramsey, a lockdown corner. You're really fired up about this. Yes. This is Super Bowl or bust for the Rams. I want Von Miller to win another ring with this team. I want Stafford to win a ring. I want Donald to win a ring. I want Ramsey to win a ring. I want this Rams team to win a ring. I, I kind of want the Cowboys to do it, simply for the soap opera story. But. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if the Rams win. You know, there's been a lot of people who don't like the Cowboys, and I'd like to see them kind of laugh after they realize that the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. But, hey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this should be pretty easy for the Rams because, you know, I don't think the Titans offense is going to produce as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I do think it's going to be the Rams. It Really, I'm going to be watching Ryan Tannehill very closely in this game, but um, we'll have to see what happens. Yep. And then moving on to our final game of Week 9, we have Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kind of a sad Monday Night Football game. Yeah. To be honest. I, I could live without this. Yeah, I could also. I think they're, they're much better games. I mean, maybe not a lot this week. Seems to be, to be a bit bad just due to the players being out. I think they are... Also, I think the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on bye week. That there's, I think, I'm sure there's some other good teams on bye week. I just totally blanked on the other ones, but... Um, yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know... I I have Steelers in this one. Justin Fields, he's uh he's been struggling. What's what would be the problem with putting Andy Dalton in and letting Justin Fields get some experience from a better quarterback? I don't think there is a problem. I think that's what you do. So maybe we do that. Maybe we do. And because the Bears, they they're technically still in contention. They they are three and five right now. For a wild card spot. But Let's say that they get to 5-5. Five and five. I'm going to look at their opponents really quick. Because I don't think that... I think they'll be able to beat the Vikings. They have the That's Ravens and Lions in the next two games. Oh, okay. So they have a... So it's Ravens, Lions... Cardinals, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings. Oh, uh, that's a really... That's a rough schedule. I think... Well... Other than the uh, the Ravens, Cardinals, and Packers, those are all winnable games. Well, Russell will be back by then. Nah, yeah. never mind. They're screwed. Yeah, I mean, I he's he's field seems to be taking a lot of hits. I'm scared that one of these hits is going to cause him to get an injury. Like, I think that might almost be good for him though, in a, in a really horrible way. Obviously, I don't wish that on him, but. If he gets time on the bench to watch Andy Dalton play and learn from him, th- isn't that a good thing? I mean, yeah, but I don't want him to get injured. I just want no, I, I, don't I want Matt Nagy to start using his brain and, you know, <laughs> finally put Andy Dalton back in. <laughs> so I like Justin Fields. Everybody, that was uh, for for Brown or Bears. Bears fans, that was Sid Caliani quote, I want Matt Nagy to start using his brain. I mean, you know, he's just... This Bears coaching team has not been good this season. No, it hasn't. Yeah. It's so, never been particularly good in the so past. So can you, you know, can can you put Andy Dalton in? I don't care if they lose the rest of the season. I don't want Justin Fields starting. No. I, I want Dalton to start. And maybe, maybe, just just maybe, if when there's time, then you probably put Fields back in. But playing right now, he's oh, not he's getting anything out of it. You know what he's getting? A lot of hits. Yeah. This, I mean... 
I mean, yeah. yeah, he had he had 100 yards rushing last game, so that he's a good dual-threat quarterback. But I'm glad that they're developing that, at least. That's good. But are you really going to do that when they've got T.J. Watt on the defensive line? Yeah, uh, he's not getting—I don't think he gets over 50 this game. No, I agree. I, I think he he's definitely going to get hit a lot. I do think T.J. Watt's going to get a couple hits on him. Yeah. They have to fix something. They do. I mean, I really hope this is kind of like Joe Burrow's rookie season to where he was getting hit a lot, and then I think something clicked in that team to where not now he's not getting hit as much. The The offensive line looks really good. The team overall just looks better. Think of how amazing that change was. Yeah, I really hope there's a change like that for the Bears. I really hope. I don't care about the Bears, but <laughs> yeah, hopefully there's a change like that. Yep. Well, that's all for the preview of week nine. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. If you liked it, please consider following us. We have our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. We will be back Tuesday, I believe, for a review of week nine. I'm Sid Kalyani here with Josh Shippen, and we'll see you all later.